We're finally here. We can retire now. We made it. We made it. Show 666. There we go. We're not allowed to play more than that. We're not allowed to play any more than that. I reckon we're one second away from that being illegal. Uh, Yes, it is show 666. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time. Do you know what? I want to hear from someone who's listened to all 666, other than my mother, because she listens to every episode. I reckon she might be the only one. Oh, probably. Oh, your mum would be up there? No. No? Until, uh, so there's a radio announcer that used to work for the ABC. Sure. uh, Where mother lives. And uh, for the first maybe four years I did radio uh, until he retired, she would only listen to him. And then. To be fair, the first, what, two, three years you did radio, you only, you did music. No offense if you're a music radio announcer and you're listening to this. You barely spoke. Yeah, I know. So what's she going to listen to? Oh, just fun facts about Ed Sheeran and Kelly Clarkson. Give me one fun fact about Ed Sheeran right now. Go. So Ed Sheeran Mm -hmm. was in Game of Thrones. Uh, He played the guitar in a scene with Arya Stark as one of the soldiers. Ruined Game of Thrones forever. I don't think that's the case, but I'm surprised that I actually came up with one because (laughs) I... Panic. Rita Ora, go. All right. So Rita Ora is in Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie. She is, she? is in, uh, what's his name, Grey's sister in the final movie. Get out. There's one I didn't know. I f- am figuring out as we go that I know a little bit about Gwen Stefani, go. Gwen Stefani. Well, she was in No Doubt and she currently is dating Blake Shelton, a country music singer <laughs> from the United States of America. He's a, one of the vo- uh, voice judges in the United States. He's on Australian Idol. No, he's not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Australian Blake Idol. Shelton. Yeah. He's on American The Voice. No, I'm pretty sure he's on American Australian Idol. I mean, American <laughs> American no, Idol. Abso- I've seen highlights. He's on The Voice. Google it Stand right now. by. He's on The Voice. Oh, right. So where's my $30? We have a, in our friendship, we have a contract. If anyone's ever wrong, the other is owed $30. <laughs> The I'm country up to guy on American Idol, then. Keith Urban. Nah, not it's, him. Keith Urban is the country guy on American Idol. American Idol. Luke Bryan. Oh, just different human beings. But he also makes good country music. I mean, the same person, really. I dare you to say that. Blake Shelton's like six foot six. But anyway. I mean, I've had a go at Brie Larson today. Yep. I've had a go at Blake Shelton today. You'll hear a lot. Come at me. You'll have a lot. Uh, you also did an in-depth analytical preview of the NRL 2019 season. And it got out of hand. The numbers were, I don't know, true. If you'd done any actual math I've done the this. calculations and I know who's going to win the well, Dallium. Do you want your calculations? Call it. Cal- all right. So. Look at, listen to my brain working. Oh, it shut down. It works hard. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Waking up, Central up, Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Huh? Good morning. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors, wherever you are around Central Queensland, Reef City Motors says, hey, here's Tim and Jess. We back them. Can Reef City Motors get me uh, my no. Facebook back or my Instagram back? Look, we can talk about the fact that Facebook and Instagram are currently down in a few moments' time. You just need to be an actual grown-up. I'm devastated. You are an adult. 
this doesn't affect you seriously. Take away my snacks. Take away my toilet. Don't you dare take away my Facebook. I mean... It's a basic human right. What a very strange order (laughs) of importance of your life. Toilet, snacks, mm. then Facebook at the, Look, the top of the tower. I don't want to be, get myself all upset just yet because I want to talk about it up next. But yes. Lots to get through before today. Before the end of this hour, I'm going to give you my thought on sport. Another of, thought on sport. Well, the NRL season is officially kicking off tonight. And yep. I'm so excited. My two teams, the Storm versus the Broncos. I'm going to give you my, okay. my big tips. So for those of you that aren't aware, radio is an audio medium, right? Uh, so you can't see Jess or myself. And what Jess has done is when she did the Broncos in the storm, she pumped one arm, one gun, pumped the second gun, and then... Pumped them together. Fisted together. Um, so that was some great radio there. You're welcome. Uh, but, hey, we're going to be at the, the, the Harvey Road Tavern tonight checking the game. Come come say good day. Come hang out. And uh, so what, you've got a breakdown of the opening round of the NRL. I'm going to make my predictions. I'm going to tell sure. you how much, which team is going to win and how much by. I mean, is this Triple M? I've because done some calculations. I love me some math. Yeah. Footy math. Maths is not my strong suit. Sport's not my strong suit. So you know this is going to go well. Why are we doing it then? <laughs> Why would you? Because I'm a winner. Oh, what is this? This is music, babe. Oh. It's Mariah Carey. Boys to men, one sweet day. On the other side of this, I'll let you have your Facebook rant, okay? Oh, thank you. It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Boys to men, one sweet day. Just going five past six. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Anyone else crying at 6.05 in the morning? No? I mean, don't we all? I have a quick cry in the first song of every show (laughs) just to make sure that I've got all of my emotions out, then I can focus on facts, information, news and entertainment. I was already feeling particularly emotional this morning um, because Facebook, Instagram, and in some cases I'm hearing Facebook Messenger all down today. Okay. If you're one of the people that is lucky enough to be able to use any of these apps... I mean, congratulations. Only my Facebook Messenger is working. I've got everything working. Oh, I'm Tim. I've got everything But even working. if it, well, like, I'm not using them right now. And, like, yeah, all right, so I'm guessing you're upset because you want to post some things, like, about our show and the website and that. All I want to do is post about how Facebook and Instagram aren't working. Well, by the time it... They're not working. Yeah, but it's not going to be relevant when Facebook's working. You see my conundrum. Well, this is the th- well, mate, use your words. It's a radio program. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. You, what you're do- feeling right now is I feel like we've taken a step back maybe 15 years and you're feeling this. Yes. Oh, my God. How angry did you used to get when mum would take a call? Like the audacity of mum. I'm on an MSN really important chat right now. I mean, things oh, aren't going that well. noise gives me anxiety. And we're connected. <laughs> uh, but I'm still not on Facebook. Look, I think that I'm sure it will be fixed. So this error message that's coming up is, sorry, something went wrong. We're working on getting this fixed as soon as we can. Some people are getting um, a error that said Facebook was down for required maintenance. Oh, look at you, having, a, having scroll a scroll through your Facebook. Before, when you were having a complaint about it, I found out uh, which Jonas brother would be my best friend because I was it was a BuzzFeed link and I was like, well, mine's working. I'll just I'll do things that I normally don't do on Facebook. Kevin. Kevin Jonas would be my best friend out of the Jonas Brothers. Oh, you... you, I bet you're friends with Joe Jonas. Oh, how dare you? 
It's typical you, Joe Jones. Such an insult. Uh, but none of us are good enough for Nick. We know that. <laughs> uh, if your Facebook is down, look, I just want you to listen really clearly mm. uh, and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that you will grow up one day if this is an issue that seriously affects your life. Meanwhile, are you going to put anything on our Facebook or Instagram? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's stop working. That's funny, though. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. Just, oh, no. It's happening again. All the I don't get it. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. If we, if I we can't make do it my back. job properly, Tim. Oh, this is the main part. Let's do the radio first. Get up with Tim and Jess. And the Fitzroy River is a beautiful location. Uh, <laughs> when we first moved to CQ, we said to our boss, hey, can we go for a swim in the Fitzroy? And he was like, absolutely don't do that. Do not do that because <laughs> it has many things in it. Uh, look, it's not that it's got a high population of crocodiles, but you wouldn't do it on a dare. Oh, look, purely even to be one attacked. is too many for Potentially. Me. I, I do agree. But um, you know what? Uh, there is definitely a lot of numbers in the Fitzroy at the moment. Barramundi. Uh, the... <laughs> This is incredible. Minister for Agricultural Industry Development and Fisheries, Mark Ferner. He is just literally wet at excitement of how much barramundi are in the Fitzroy. He's jumped in the river himself. He's that excited. Oh, okay. So he's wet. (laughs) Yes. That's what I'm saying. I see what you did. He's so excited that he is swimming. He's going around. He's loving it because barramundi numbers are the highest they've ever been and they're changing by leaps and bounds. And this means more tourists are coming, which is also incredible. People coming from all the way down in Melbourne, Hobart, people coming from the UK to experience our beautiful Fitzroy River. How many barra are we talking? More than 12, but less than (laughs) 5,000. It's a big bracket, I'll give you that much. Obviously, it's very, very hard, but... They, they have to do the research by people's catchments and certain things like right. that. So they go, well, we're getting a lot of juvenile fish at the moment, so that means there's a very healthy population of barramundi at the moment. Okay. Even Nick Cummins, the honey badger, who was on The Bachelorette last oh, the year. the badge. He is coming uh, sometime this year for a bit of a fish. Yeah, by himself because he yeah. didn't pick a bachelor. Because <laughs> he is loveless. <laughs> um, but uh, it's incredible because the, if the Fitzroy's full, do you know what that means? What's that? Turns out my baby loves to fish. She wants to do it yeah. all the time. Early, Early in the morning. morning. The I don't care. <laughs> and now she can't get enough. What does this show become? To fish. We all love to fish. I have been trying to sneak George Campbell on the show. I know. You've had <laughs> that one waiting for a, a while. while. Uh, but and it, the fishing can only get better here in central Queensland. The Boyne Tatum hookup is mere months away. Yeah? Are the they reckon fishing... the, bun- the barrel will make their way down? Well, not from there, no. no? Uh, that would be impressive, but more in Lake Awonga and the Boyne River, Calliope River. Sure. They could be in there. But uh, it is exciting because... I mean, last year you told me you were going to teach me how to fish. And I'm still, oh, we, <laughs> here I am, a woman without knowledge of fishing. Well, let's change that this year, hey? <laughs> I'll get you to catch a large fish at the Boynton okay. and hook up. I make a promise to you. I will stay with you for minutes until we catch that fish. Uh, I mean, I, if I haven't caught it in 10 minutes, I'm going home. That's the attitude of a fisherman. <laughs> get up with Tim and Jess. And make sure you are listening after 8am. If you want a pass to the Gold Room at the Gladstone Cinemas, we're going to be doing the table read. If you can tell us what movie we are reenacting in one minute, it's yours. It's a pretty simple I've been practising my acting skills all week. So, all right, uh, give me angst. Uh, 
Where is the Oscars? <laughs> I mean, I don't have right? a trophy to give you quick <laughs> enough. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, great in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. Jessica Pantu in Angst. I mean, in that three seconds, I showed more emotion than Brie Larson did in the whole Captain Marvel movie, so. Jesus. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au, the biggest trending stories around Australia and central Queensland. It's not often you can say that an iPhone has saved your life, but a man in Nimbin can absolutely say that after events that unfolded yesterday. Now, Nimbin is in the middle of nowhere in mm. New South Wales. Very commonly, you, you go to Byron Bay, you're going to head out to Nimbin and yeah. check it out. Um, it's a very, very small town. Um, and a man has been charged after he allegedly fired a bow and arrow at another man in Nimbin. The only thing that stopped the arrow was that the man being fired at was trying to take a photo of the guy with the bow and arrow. So he had his phone up in front of him, took a snap, and as he took the photo, the arrow came straight through the phone. See, I don't buy it. There's a picture of it. Yeah, I know. I've seen the picture, but I think... Because you gotta, you got to remember, so say I'm holding the phone right now and you sh- shot an arrow at me. That arrow's coming in hot because it's pierced the phone, right? Yes. How am I holding on to that phone without it just shooting directly into my face? Well, Because he hasn't got the world's strongest wrists. It's funny you mention that because uh, it did pierce through the phone and then the force of it made the phone hit him in the chin. So the, the arrow nah. part of the arrow hit yeah. him in the chin, I'm not left a small laceration. It, it didn't would, need it any would, medical treatment. It would enter his face and his skull. Maybe this, is this guy wasn't good no, no, no. at bow and arrows. What's, not, what's happened is two mates have got a bit bored. They've got a phone they don't use anymore <laughs> and an arrow and a bow, and they've put it up next to a tree stump and fired it mm. into that and then gone, send this to the Nimbin police. Yeah. That is not... And now uh, one of them's on conditional bail about to appear in Lismore local court. Probably because they got caught and they were like, oh, come on, Kevin, just just say you shot it at me. Just say you shot it at me. This is fine. I don't buy that for a hot second, mate. Well, you're wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. And I would, the, the internet does not lie. I would post it on our Instagram and our Facebook so that you can see it for yourself, but still Facebook down. and Instagram still down. So Can you get over that? I'm upset. You're not upset? I am upset. Fair enough. You just said it. You're not upset. Trending now is thanks to Heron Island. Um, if you want to go there, mm. please do. You can save 30% island. with Heron Island's locals-only specials. There's nothing to be mad about with that. Mate, hey, coming up next, you've promised a very in-depth analytical review mm-hmm. of the NRL season launch tonight. Yes, it is the Storm versus the Broncos. My two teams going head-to-head. All right. The Broncos have never won in round one against the Storm. Is that is that the breakdown? Are we done? No, no, no. I got more. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Footy round one is kicking off tonight. Yep. NRL, uh, get your tipping competition sorted if you already haven't. Oh, yeah. Um, should we start one uh, for with us and the listeners? Like, just like, just a personal one. Sounds like a lot of work, though. Nah, no, nah, it really does. I've already got our, like, our... Work one. Yeah, that's a lot hit of, one. Yeah, fair it's, enough. It's too much. It's too much. But look, you are a big fan of rugby league. Like, you could name three players. I mean, right off the top of my head. Go. Name Most three, of them are retired. Name three players of the NRL. Billy Slater. All right, he's retired. Anyway, so <laughs> the Storm and the Broncos... <laughs> Storm and the Broncos are kicking off the NRL season tonight. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be playing Amy Park 
It all kicks off at 6.50pm. Why do they play at Amy's Park? Like, can't they find a footy ground? <laughs> you know, it's just it's professional boys. It's a bit uncomfortable, yeah. isn't it? Uh, I'm predicting that the storm, after all my calculations... Well, these are your... You are what is known as the worst NRL fan. Yes. Because you literally just go for the team who won the grand final. Well, wow, you disagreed so quickly there. I did. The Storm didn't win last year. I know, but you, you like Melbourne, but you also like the Broncos. Yeah, so these are my two teams going head-to-head. So if whoever wins tonight, are you just going to go with them? Until they start losing this oh, season, yeah. Right. Well, you promised an in-depth mm. analytical breakdown of the NRL sure. round one. So what what do we got? Give me some calculations. <clears throat> so I uh, decided that the Storm are going to take it out. By at least eight points tonight. Wow. So, so put that in for your margins. Eight points. The Storm, because I've read, and I don't know if there's any truth to this, that the Storm have never lost um, their round one against game Broncos. against the Broncos. Yeah. So I don't know what there's any truth to that, but that's uh, the kind of calculating I did. Hey, you know what? While I'm at it, I'm going to call the grand final this year. What? It's months away. In September. We haven't even started the first game of this year and you're going to the last game. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm feeling really confident after my first round round one prediction. Oh, you've already got it correct, even though it hasn't happened. Give me some calculations. Oh, mate, really? <laughs> this is just not prepared. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, sorry. I think this Saturday we're going to see a grand final prequel. This Saturday? I reckon the grand final for 2019 is going to be Cowboys versus Dragons. Now, I'm a Dragon supporter. Yeah. Well, and good even, news for you, Tim. Even for me, that's a bit wishful this year, bud. The Dragon's going to win by eight points. In the grand final against yep. the it's Cowboys. It's going to be a tight game. Against the Cowboys? Yeah, it's going to be a, a really tight game. Do you want to know who's going to win you, the Dahlia? Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we haven't even got to the first game. It's still, like, literally yeah. 12 hours away. I'm just that good at footy that I can We're going to put these. Okay. Who's winning the Dahlia? Jordan Pereira. Who does he play for, Jess? He plays for the Dragons. He, he kind of looks like Jason Momoa, so that's why he's my prediction. I don't know if he actually gets... Ladies, if you can just Google Jordan Pereira right. right now. Oh, boy. If he gets more than five games this year, I'll be impressed. All right, well, we're putting this all down, and I'm going to keep you accountable. We just Get up with Tim and Jess. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors. They have over 200 used cars. They are incredible, and it's cheaper than going to Brisbane. Why would you go anywhere else? They're the best in the of the best in the yeah. business in CQ. You need to go down and check them out. Look, uh, happy NRL day. Yeah. First game of the season kicking off tonight. Can't uh, wait for the storm to bring gonna, it home. Really? Yep. By well, eight. Were you not I think, listening? Yes, I. you did an in-depth sports analysis earlier. Uh, look, the Storm are heavily favourite. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised if the Broncos bucked a little bit harder. You're wrong. Anyway. What calculations did you do? None. None. <laughs> just, just, it's just an opinion. But look, uh, we, we're going to be down at the Harvey Road Tavern if you want to come and say yeah, g'day, watch the footy with us. With us. Um, I'm, are... I'm on the waters, but... Uh, you know, uh, H2O's on me, guys. I'll <laughs> shout around. Hey, uh, coming up, we're going to be talking to our Hollywood Entertainment reporter, Dean McCarthy. Yeah. Apparently, 50 different people have been charged with bribery what? in the US. Oh, yeah. 
I, I did see this about mm-hmm. their kids trying to get into uni. Yes, it is Whew. unbelievable. It has to be heard to be believed. And Dean McCarthy is going to give us all the details. Absolutely. But uh, coming up in a few moments' time, uh, if you have missed the biggest news in the last 24 hours is uh, Cardinal George Pell has been sentenced uh, for the charges that were laid against him. It was a long sentencing and I sat through the whole thing. We will go through the results, um, talk about how the feeling is and the reaction because there's definitely a lot to take in. And it seems like even though he's been convicted, a lot of people still aren't too impressed. It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Big news coming out of Melbourne in the last 24 hours is Cardinal George Powell yesterday faced sentencing and uh, was convicted uh, to six months in prison for the... Cr- six years. Six, sorry, six years in prison mm-hmm. uh, with the chance to appeal for bail after three years and eight months for the uh, charges against him of sexual assault uh, to a minor. Now, a lot of people uh, in the aftermath are saying not good enough. This is yep. not long enough of a sentence. He was convicted of several different yes. charges um, and he's serving a lot of them at the same time. Of course. Um, which means that the sentencing is a lot shorter. Well, a lot of things come into consideration and the, and the person who sentenced him uh, obviously took into consideration a lot of things like his age, his health, um, yeah, it, look, it goes on and on. Chief uh, Chief Judge Peter Kidd was very, very thorough. Oh, with you, have, his you have to be because essentially, if he's not thorough enough in rejecting or accepting uh, mm-hmm. the defences made by George Pell and his party, then they will latch onto that, and then this thing will just go on and on and on. So he spent a lot of the time rejecting a lot of the uh, statements made by George Pell and his team. But I think a lot of people are upset because uh, they think that he was given a lighter sentence because of his age and his deteriorating health, um, which is things that the judge did um, mention in his sentencing. And, look, he was facing up to 50 years um, with the maximum sentence of 50 years in jail, and he's gotten away with six years. It's um, definitely a very intense story and it affects a lot of people. And, of course, if this is something that's affecting you or, or making mm-hmm. you feel uh, very uncomfortable, you can always call 1-800-RESPECT. So that's 1-800-737-732. So this is speaking to a counsellor about rape, sexual assault or domestic violence. You can always call 1-800-RESPECT. Yeah, and look, there's plenty of people for you to talk to. And if you are a, um, a survivor of something similar to this, please know that this sentencing doesn't define your experience. Absolutely not. And, look, on a personal note, it's it's a really strange thing that's happened. It was for, so hard to listen to yesterday. For, for some of the things, and I can't even imagine what it's like to, to be uh, the person that this has affected, let alone the parent. The families. The families, the friends of these people that happened in all these years ago. It has a ripple effect, and I think we can be upset maybe that it didn't go as strong as we thought it was going to, but at the same time, this has set a precedent mm. for everyone else that has gone through it's, this. It's really strange how people are reacting. Like, a lot of people saying, like, uh, that because he's obviously with a church or the, mm. of his age that he should be sentenced harder, whether he was a cardinal or whether he was a bus driver, this is a terrible thing. This is a terrible, terrible human being 
who has done unspeakable things, unthinkable things. It and is, this man deserves to be away for the rest of his life. It is worth noting he still maintains his innocence. Absolutely. So. Uh, I believe it's going to be because uh, he is uh, going against the charges laid against him, even though he has been convicted. Uh, it will be reopened in June. Uh, if you, any of this has brought anything up for you, you can always contact Lifeline as yes. well, 13 11 14. It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Look, we want to talk about Easter, uh, but mm-hmm. I thought I really need to set the scene with some Easter-themed music. Go on. All right. Go. What is this? This is Easter in Japan. They can celebrate Easter in Japan. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they're celebrating with this. We have four weeks, six days, and ten hours Away from the Harbour Festival, it's almost officially kicking like off. Like there's a countdown clock on the website. It really is, uh, <laughs> and that website is gladstonefestival.com forward slash Harbour Festival, right. which is where I've been checking out all the rules for the Raft Regatta because you and I are entering again with we, the hit team. We got the bronze medal last mm-hmm. year, um, which was very very exciting on the SS Keith Urban to be named uh, again this year. We well, have to we have to find a new name. So I thought we'd focus on. The Great Raft Regatta again. We are hosting again this year, so it's yep. only fitting that we should put another raft in. There's heaps to do this week, and like we're going to be judges in the talent show. We're going to be helping out with some of the rides. We're going to be doing some events. We also need to enter the Workforce International Gladstone Street Parade. Oh, it's on Sunday, okay. the twenty first of April. Yeah, it's on the Sunday. It all kicks off at four thirty in the afternoon. That's and good. I am keen as a bean. It's funny you mention it. I was walking down uh, Gundoon Street in Gladstone and up on uh, some of the, the walls there, they've mm. got photos of former uh, floats and they go hard, mate. So, like, oh, yeah. I don't want you to sign us up to something that we can't commit to because people go hard in these parades. I have already spoken to the boss. Uh-huh. He has given me a very minimal budget. <laughs> How minimal are we talking? He's given us a trailer. The rest, oh, so we don't have a budget. We have we have a trailer. The rest we do ourselves. Are you on board? We, we put the hit car in. We attach a trailer to the back. We make it work. We've so, always wanted okay. to be on a street float, Yeah, team. I know. Here's my one thing. How often have you organised things for us and then dusted your hands of doing any work in the past? Well, I mean, I suggested we join the raft race last year. How much of the raft did you build? You may have went away on the three days that we built the thing. You didn't build any of it? Mate, I put in three screws. I remember because okay. I was three more than I expected to do. <laughs> but I just well, don't want you to... Me. See, I don't want you to sign us up for something and then just I have to Look, do all the work. Izzy and Nigel from Port City Plumbing, they helped us out last they year. They did. I just think maybe we can do the same with our, ra- with our float. We can't put that on them. No, no. No, no. They're fine. They've done their contribution. <laughs> I want... The listeners of Hit Central Queensland, this is your float. If you've oh, always dreamt here we go. of being I in a knew, float in a street a, parade, here's your chance. You've got a commitment and then you've immediately figured out a way for you to do minimal work. I love it. I'm happy to paper mache. I'm happy to paint. How about we sleep on it and tomorrow we'll figure out, because currently we only have a trailer from what you're saying. Yeah. We need a lot more because otherwise we're just going to be literally, it looks like we're going to Bunnings, yeah, which don't get me wrong. Love me Bunnings, but it's got to look flashy, mate. Uh, we have to get our application in uh, soon. Okay. So this is what you've left it. All right. Gladstonefestival.com forward slash Harbour Festival. You can join in as well. How about I give you my answer tomorrow? Okay. 
I'll, I'll, I'll be awaiting your right. instruction. Well, Dean's calling. We've got to go. Okay. We're going to join, be joined by a Hollywood entertainment reporter very soon. Get up with Bliss. Tim and Jess. Now. Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. The Hollywood elite are now bribing colleges in the USA to accept their children. Dean, tell us it isn't true. It is true, true, true. 50 people have been charged over bribing the top schools in America. I'm talking Yale, Stanford, to have their children admitted into the school. Now, Here's where it gets interesting. All of these cases are slightly different. So they would go to this man. His name was Singer. Singer would facilitate getting these kids in. In fact, the reason it made such big headlines is because Felicity Huffman and William uh, Macy, their daughter, they paid for their daughter to be admitted. Lori Loglin, can never pronounce her name, from Full House, she and her husband paid $500,000 for their daughters to be admitted to USC. So here's what they did. Here's a couple of the examples, right? It's so clever. I shouldn't laugh, but it's hilarious. So first of all, um, Felicity Huffman's daughter was given double the amount of time to do her test for the entrance Ooh. exam. And once the exam was submitted, they would then fix any incorrect answers. Oh, Laura, 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 they paid five hundred thousand dollars to have their two daughters pretending to be on a sports scholarship. Have you seen this, Tim? No, the photos, are, they, they photoshopped pictures of their daughters Beautiful. playing soccer. Well, I've heard the way they yeah. got around this was donating to this fake charity, and that's how they would yeah. essentially pay for this bribe. It's wild. Yeah. So wild. My favourite, though, of all the schemes, this one's the best, the body double. So they would send in someone that looks ah. like a person to do the exam <laughs> for them, which I... Oh my God. so funny. Love. And if they've only just it. caught these 50 people, how long have these elite institutions been accepting bribes for? Oh, man. Who knows? Yes. That's a great... Well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a very good point you make. The schools apparently knew nothing of it. So they had little moles right. in the school. So, for example, one of the um, rowing coaches at USC, she was the one doing it. At Yale, there was some guy, I think he was in the tennis department. So it's little moles. Don't trust the like sports department, you know? <laughs> it's not, it doesn't seem like the, the right people are there. But, uh, look, that is incredible. Uh, and we're going to chat about it a little bit more uh, in a few moments' time. So thank you very much, Dean McCarthy. Bye, guys. Training now is thanks to Heron Island. You can see that and heaps more at hit.com.au. This whole cheating scandal has got me thinking. Yeah. Okay. How often are people just taking and giving bribes? I mean, that's a great question. I, I didn't know it was super popular. You don't hear it very often. Up but... next, I want to talk about bribes. Have you received them? Have you been offered them? Get up with Tim and Jess. If you just joined us, you would have just missed our Hollywood entertainment reporter, Dean McCarthy. Your boy. Um, he was talking about the university admissions bribery cases at right. the moment. Now, a whole bunch of top celebrities and very influential people over in the US mm. have been accused of cheating systems to get their kids into elite institutions. Yeah. So uh, some of the things they went through were that they would send money to fake charities uh, as mm. a donation. Essentially, it was a payment of accept my child into uni- university or assist them getting the marks that they need to get into that uni. And we found out from Dean that, of course, a lot of these things were because they had a lot of spies within the universities. So 
A lot of people cooperating with one another. Sports departments seem to be all the shifties. Strange. Um, And look, a lot of children would be obsessed, guaranteed entrance into prestigious universities like UCLA, Yale, Stanford. I mean, they're taking spots away from deserving people just because their parents have a lot of money. Are you okay? I'm upset. I mean, that's how most governments work, but that's okay. I'm also very excited that Hollywood celebrities who think they have endless powers finally getting what's owed to them. Sure. I mean, they're just criminals in disguise (laughs) as beautiful people. We must hate all celebrities. It also got me thinking, though, bribery. (laughs) (laughs) This is happening often. Like, Probably more than you know. I'm very very sheltered in my world. What? I know. (laughs) Stick with me here. I've hit something and something's gone wrong in my headphones, but that's okay. (laughs) Bribery. Bribery. 13, 12, 16. Okay. Have you accepted a bribe? Have you been offered a bribe? Offered a bribe. I want to hear some bribery. Okay. Lay it on me. 13, 12, 16. Have you been bribed? Yeah. Or have you bribed someone? Yeah. We don't have to use your Even real name. Even if it was name. just an offer and they turned it down. I yeah. want to hear, are, are real people doing this or is it just yeah. the celebs? We don't have to use your name. I can't stress that enough if mm. you're a bit wary. Tim's so, great at making people's names oh, up. Oh, mate, I'll give you the best fake name you've ever heard of. 13, give me one. 12, Kevin. 13, 12, Beautiful. 16, give us a call. Bribery. Have you been involved? Get up with Tim and Jess. We're talking about the bribery that has been occurring overseas uh, in the US. And look, it, I'm convinced that it's maybe more widespread than we think. You think bribery is common? This scam is incredible. Essentially what was happening is Hollywood celebrities were paying universities without them realising uh, to get their kid into the uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think there's 50 charges that have been laid. And About $25 million US dang, has swapped hands during this whole saga. And look, and that's only the ones they know about. So you're convinced bribery is more common than I what we're aware. I think maybe I've just been living my life with my eyes closed, Tim, and maybe there's a bit more bribery happening than I thought. Are you telling me, and stay with me here, <laughs> that illegal things happen in this world? I think I'm sheltered from it. What? I know. I thought you literally ran a crack den. Oh, so Jim. I'm just I'm just making sure. But no, all right. Well if we're gonna mm-hmm. like bribery can come in all forms, whether it's like, all right, I'll bribe you to let my son into university mm-hmm. or here's two dollars stop being mean to me. Thirty dollars I did that to someone at school. Oh did you? I gave him a two dollar coin. I was like, Stop being mean. And he still punched you. Yeah, it was the principal, I don't oh, know. <laughs> Thirty dollars sixteen. Have you been involved in bribery, whether uh, you're the briber or the yeah. bribee? You don't have to use your real name. And we've got uh, Samantha. I mean, sorry, that's that's just not a real name. <laughs> Samantha on 13, 12, 16. Samantha, have you been involved in bribery? <laughs> Samantha, I have been involved in a bit of bribery. Ooh. I'm not going to tell you where I work, but okay. it's in retail. And I have, uh, I'm the manager, so I have an employee who brings me in a box of chocolates, and every now and then they'll bring in a bit of wine as well, and I let them go home early on a Friday. Oh, that is brilliant. That's not okay. Sarah. We should try that, Tim. Um, so when did you start accepting these bribes, Samantha? About two months ago. So oh. it is a relatively new thing. But it's really picked up, like, we get along really well, and everyone deserves a bit of an early mark on a Friday. And- I'll get the wine out of it. Love so. this. Do, you, do you have certain staff members that have raised questions about why Sebastian's leaving early on Fridays? <laughs> 
I'm not stating who is early. I'm not even <laughs> stating where I work. Uh, but if the other staff members want to get involved, yeah. I might be open to letting them go home on another day. Wow. <laughs> Everyone go and buy a, a box of lint <laughs> this give morning. Give it to your boss. You never know. All <laughs> they right. could be as corrupt as Samantha. Yeah. Thanks, for your, <laughs> thanks for your call, mate. Sometimes you actually bring me chocolate. Is that you bribing me to not be the worst? <laughs> yeah, I just try and get a bit of sugar in you so you lift your <laughs> attitude because I spend a lot of time with you. Caramella koalas work, guys. I'll accept them boost, whenever you see me on no, the street. Boost bars are the most effective at raising your mood. I've done a big study on this. <laughs> you should see the document. Get up with Tim and Jess. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reese City Motors. Hope you're having a good morning. Just quickly, uh, I... I have to make a formal apology on the radio. Go on. Uh, to the people that, uh, that listen to the weather across the day. I got pulled up by a few people yesterday at football training Did for you? my weather. What would you do? Because So not yesterday, but the day before that that evening, we had some quite wild weather that caused yes. a bit of damage, a fair bit of rain, 69 mils in half an hour. And uh, some people were saying... You didn't warn us fully about what did you say? The thunderstorm. I said a fifty-fifty chance of thunderstorms tonight. I mean, you and, went wrong. And I said, well, it was the other fifty. Yeah. But I would still just like to say, I'm sorry if I wasn't clear enough. That's why I'm saying now there's a chance of a thunderstorm. So if it doesn't happen, I'm cleared. But Listen, if it does, I told you so. Listening to Tim for your weather knowledge is like listening to me for your footy knowledge. I take you're whoa, making a whoa, mistake. Whoa, that is so hurtful. <laughs> That is so hurtful, unnecessary. It's unnecessary, take, but it's true. You know how much pride I take in the weather. Look at that. I have a, I write up the weather every single day in the exact same graph. Mm. I don't need to do this. I do this because I can and I should and I feel like it's necessary because sure. I don't want to inform people what the weather's like. You're mostly wrong. <laughs> Chances of being wrong today? 50-50. Uh, <laughs> 50-50. It's the other 50. But look. Hey, after 8.30, we're going to be speaking to the director of Kinky Boots. Now, I would love to say it's a show that's coming to town, mm-hmm. but it was made in town. Everything from the sets, the the actors, the yep. costumes, everything is made right here in Rockhampton. And what we are going to do is speak to him uh, about the show and exactly what you can expect if you go and see Kinky Boots this All year. All kicking off tomorrow night, but before we get to that... We have to bring out the table read. Absolutely. We're going to reenact a movie in under a minute. You can guess it. You're going to the Gladstone Cinemas. Absolutely. Gold Room ticket is up for grabs. What movie are we going to reenact? I don't know. We should figure that out. It's Tim and Jess here. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Get your ears ready because it's time for the table read. Long enough. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Gladstone Cinemas pops up a uh, double pass to the, the Gold Room every single week uh, mm-hmm. for us to reenact a beautiful movie in a beautiful minute. 60 and, uh, seconds. That's all you've got to figure out what we're doing. No one's ever got it wrong. That's how good we are. It's because we're award-winning actors. Well, like, where used, is my Logie? You used to be on Neighbours back in the day as yeah. a background artist. You were in the Earthquake episode. Thank you for acknowledging my background artistry. I remember watching Neighbours and seeing the Earthquake season and... Mm. I was just looking in the background. I was like, who's playing those roles? And I was at a nightclub as a 16-year-old. It was a rave. All right, let's not talk about that on the the radio (laughs) show. But uh, we want to send you to the Gladstone Cinema's Gold Room. And the way you do that is by telling us what movie Jess and I are reenacting. Now, this one, you don't (laughs) remember. We never are on the same page. I saw this one. 
Right. Back in the day. I was a child when I saw this a one. A children. Are you ready? All right. Let's do this. One minute. Starts now. Ooh, me and my little boyfriends are going to go and do a journey. Oh, happy 111th birthday. Oh. Good uncle. Good sir. Uncle. Uh, there's a tall man with a big stick. He's mm-hmm. mad. He needs to me to do a job. Oh, that's a hot elf that goes on to marry Miranda Kerr. Oh, Hugo Weaving's in this movie. <laughs> um, Look, there's a big man with a bad hat. Yes. We don't like the big man with a bad hat. He's got a pointy building that he lives in and he keeps an eye on us all. This thing, piece of jewellery is so powerful. Oh, it's so bad. You must return it to the store. We oh. don't like it. Please get your money back. Oh, my God. What are they? Okay. They're disgusting. Here is a heap of friends. One of them's a bit, I don't know. Don't, I don't trust Kevin. Oh, Kevin's I, the worst. I never trusted him. Oh, he's in a show that's very popular again a decade later. This journey feels like it's going for a very long time. I think that we're one third of the way through this story. Yeah, and um, there's going to be a, I've got some ha- prequels coming. Oh, I've got hair on my feet. Oh, um, you do have hair on your feet. Scene. <laughs> it was a clap. Pre- oh, sorry. <laughs> well done. Well done, team. If you can tell us what that movie is. Good luck. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. That gold room pass is yours. Get up with Tim and Jess. How did you make it worse? I thought I would try and uh, make it better. Don't. So don't. That was a no. We voted no (laughs) on that one. Never do that again. Fair enough. Look, the table read where we always beautifully reenact a movie Mm -hmm. in one minute. If you know that movie, then the Gladstone Cinemas has decided you are worthy of a double pass to the gold room. For Ooh. free. Sorry, I get emotional every time I do it. It's so comfy. <laughs> it's just so comfy in there. And look, we reenact a movie in under a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Another incredible performance yet, we just had today. Yet for anyone to ever get it wrong. Yeah. That screams... Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> and I have been trying, and I made a promise to you over a year ago that I'm going to get you and I in a short film or a commercial, mm-hmm. and I don't know what more we could be doing to prove our worth, but mate, if you know it, if you know any better ways to mm. get us into something, either call us or let us know. Logging nominations trying. are open at the moment, so yeah. just put in a surprise vote. God knows we're not winning a radio award, <laughs> so let's go for television. Uh, Tara Lee has called through on thirteen twelve sixteen. Where's Tira, where's she from? Gladstone. Kira Lee's from Gladstone. Oh, Kira Lee. Sorry, Kira Lee's called through from uh, Gladstone on thirteen twelve sixteen. Now, Kira Lee, before you tell us what movie you think it was, uh, what did you think of our acting performance just then? Oh, that was the best one I've heard yet. Wow. Oh, Kira Lee. Now, uh, if you had to throw Rotten Tomatoes at us, <laughs> out of ten, how many Rotten Tomatoes would hit us? Uh, three. Is that a good thing or a Three bad out of thing? 10? Are we? Th- is, it, is it like golf? You want a lower score or a high score? No, I think you want a high score. Oh, okay. Oh, so we're three out of ten. So we've gone from that was the best one I've ever heard to, but it's still only a three out of ten. Which means how bad have our other ones That's been? That's worrying. Seriously. Seriously. All right. Uh, for a double pass to the Gold Room, Gladstone Cinemas. What movie were Jess and I just reenacting? Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, oh she did it unprompted! Yes, yes. yes Oh, Kiralee, you nailed it. The one answer to rule them all. <laughs> that was bad. I really, I wish I had have had a golden pass to go see the movie because it was long. You get a few naps in there. Have you ever been to the Gold Room before, Kiralee? I uh, guess one. Have you ever fallen asleep 
No. Oh, I was going to say, welcome to the club. Yeah, you go see a so bad comfy. movie in the gold room so that you can have a good have nap. A nap. <laughs> well, mate, stay on the phone. We're going to grab all your details. Uh, you have absolutely nailed the table read this week. Congratulations. Thank you so much. No worries. The table read is back next week. <laughs> I laugh every time in this part. Sim and Jess here on It's CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. I cannot believe that I am living to see the kids of Australia standing up for what is right, Tim. <laughs> okay. This is huge. Tens sure. of thousands of students are about to go on strike from school tomorrow afternoon. Mm. Um, 55 locations across Australia. Uh, there's 80 countries participating in this, so it's not just Australian schools. And Rocky and Yapoon are joining them. Right. Now, what is this in regards to? What are we striking? Demanding urgent political action on climate change, including okay. Adani's coal mine and fossil fuels. So basically, what they're asking for is that all politicians stop Adani's coal mine and say no to all new fossil fuels and power Australia with 100% renewable energy by the year 2030. Look, I know a lot of people are quite passionate about this and go nuts. Uh, I'm not very familiar with the whole Adani situation and what exactly mm-hmm. it is. I've never really looked into it. I also, I don't know about you, but I've never been a massive fan of strikes per se I don't or look- marches. Like, I understand they create awareness, but... I honestly think if you're striking or if you're doing these things, it's almost like it's proof that these things are obviously affecting you. And what change actually has ever happened from a strike? Well, this is the thing. It opens up that conversation. It's getting people to listen to that kind of thing. These kids, you know, they're the future. They're the future of this country. And they're deciding, hey, we don't want... That's what fair. you're giving us. I understand. You need to listen to us as well. I know. I just, I don't know if it's just me, but I've never seen striking as something like where you either don't go to school mm. or don't go to work. Like that, I'm not saying don't stand up for yourself and what you believe it's in and what your future. For but school kids though, because they can't legally vote. So they don't really have a say on these issues like we do. Yeah. Which well, is the cool thing I think about the fact that, you know, students in 80 plus countries are yeah. going to be striking all at the same time. It's huge. And I, I actually want to have a chat to someone uh, from it. the Rocky or the Yapoon groups tomorrow on the show and Let's just find it. out their opinion. Would you be open to me asking? I'm not saying I'm supporting a Downey. Sure. Would you be open to me to having a conversation with them and maybe just for uh, the benefit of all people listening, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of opposition? I would love to hear it because I, I, I want them to, to tell me. You and, and I, I don't know learn. enough about Adani, so Absolutely. let's talk to someone who does. Sounds like a good plan. I'm all for it. Uh, you can check out that full story for yourself at hit.com.au, as well as everything else that's trending right now, thanks to Heron Island. Absolutely. Coming up in a few minutes' time, Wayne Scott Kerman, the director of Kinky, Bo- Kinky Boots, is going to join us on the phone to chat about the upcoming show. Get up with Tim and Jess. But not only do we love when the stage shows come through central Queensland, we love it even more 
when they're made right here in central Queensland. A whole bunch of locals coming together yeah. to make something incredible like Kinky Boots the musical. Absolutely. And the director of that show, the premieres this weekend, joins us on the phone now. His name is Wayne Scott Kerman. Thank you very much for joining us, mate. Yes, thank you. It's a pleasure. Nice to be here. We are so excited <laughs> for Kinky Boots yes. to be hitting Rocky. I mean, it's a completely local show. Yeah. And the fifth one that you've done here for us, how is it all going? It's, uh, it's going very, very well. I mean, I know that sounds very cliche, but there's no denying it's certainly a, a challenging show in the, the, the sense that it's set in a factory and obviously you know, we need a big set to enable us to feel like we're in a factory and the audience feel like that we're in a, a factory in England. But it, it really is fabulous. It's fantastic. The, the local talent here when it comes to the creatives is, is fantastic. And then on top of that, you've got our fantastic cast who are doing a magnificent job. Wayne, uh, obviously it's great to hear that essentially it is just locally organised in every way possible. But also uh, your, your wife, Katie Kerman, she's the choreographer. You're the director now, you don't have to answer this question. Oh, here we go. But where do you have more arguments at home or at work, mate? <laughs> well, let's just say that we, uh, we have a little bit of a travel uh, from work and we do that for a reason. We have a good 35 minutes in the car and it's a good time to sort of let off some steam. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has its moments. I think it would be uh, <laughs> an incredible, like, mindset to be in because obviously you know each other so well it would make planning things and uh, working together a lot easier, I imagine. There's no denying it. It certainly is because we... We can we know how we think, which which is great. So even though Katie's wearing the the hat of choreographer <laughs> and I'm wearing the hat of director, there are times where we do you know swap those hats. Katie would probably take care of more of the costuming side, the look of the performance of the the cast, where I would be as a director, obviously staging the actors, Correct. but also looking more on the technical side. Well, all the performers have day jobs as well, so they've been rehearsing at least three times yeah. a week since mid-January. And a lot of these performers would be doing a role that they've probably never done before because the drag queen roles are very intensive. Am I right in saying this? Exactly. I mean, you know, uh, Angelo Conway, who's playing Lola, is doing a wonderful job. And you probably know Angelo, Angelo uh, in, the, in this part of the world with his, his brother. They, they do wonderful uh, band gigs and he's a great singer. But on top of that, he's, he's got to wear six-inch heels and boots. Mm-hmm. So that's not something he's very au fait with. But fortunately, uh, his wife has been uh, lending him her shoes. Oh, so no. he's been... Uh, Spending a bit of time in her in her yeah. shoes, walking around the house. That's love. Yeah, Tim, that, you've worn my right. heels before. I've, I've worn, and it I'm is a good difficult. friend. It's a difficult thing. And and look, Wayne, <laughs> before you go, uh, in preparation for this interview today, Jess and I have both worn our boots, our own boots, into the studio today, and we just thought we'd do a quick tap, one each, and you can tell us who's got the kinkiest boot, Jess or myself. All right. You're on okay. board. All right. I'll, I'll go. Board. Actually, should we not say whose is whose? So yes. That's, all, all right. right. Here is shoe number one. All right, and we'll go shoe number two. All right, Wayne, who had the kinkiest boot? I would have to say number two. 
Thank you very much. There you go, Jess. You've got the kinkiest boot. Thank you, uh, Jess, you've got the kinkiest boot. They well always done. tell me I've got kinky you boots. You've got kinky <laughs> boots. So now you can prove it. And hey, if you want to go see probably some actual kinky boots, then you do need to head to the Pillbeam Theatre. It all kicks off tomorrow. Uh, you need to get your tickets. They're only $52. In fact, we've got a double pass. We do. To tomorrow's hey. uh, show. So if you want to give us a call right now, 13, 12, 16, you can get yourself the tickets to the opening night. Thank you very much, Wayne Scott Kerman. It's a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.